0: welcome okay. welcome tito puente jr to uh, local voices Thank uh you. thanks for coming uh i always love to start with like sometimes a fun story of like how i got curious uh to interview you and your story and um you know join the fam i was with my sister over at uh ball and chain and uh you came out for your uh one of your saturday night performances there and uh i gotta say you were quite electric you know it's it's uh and it's almost like you you put the pressure on yourself to be electric because I noticed that you know when I googled you you see high voltage electrifying like you like using those terms um, yeah. where, do you think, where do you think that comes from
1: comes from uh, the, the Puerto Rican blood <laughs> of my father and of course the music the Afro Cuban music and it was great to see you Bolaje by the way I had a blast with you and I'm so glad that I got the opportunity to work with you. So, see you guys here at, uh, at, uh, podcasts, and uh and on your podcast and thanks for having me that was a great meal by the way. So I got to give a big shout out to you for making a fantastic meal this evening. I appreciate it. And um, uh, what can I say? You know, food and music go together for some reason.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, yeah. the dancing needs uh, energy. You know? yeah. It Needs calories to, to dance, and uh, certain foods are <laughs> good for that. Uh, yeah. Thanks for sh- thanks for letting me share. Uh, that's my greatest joy. And yeah, if you get the chili <laughs> invite, it's special. You know, I do podcasts that don't involve chili. You know, so it's it's sometimes they happen, but. It's great when it happens, you know. Yeah, it and, and Sunday nights are—it, it, you know—not it, it is a night where some people get Sunday scaries, do other things. But mm-hmm. like, it, it is—I like to have fun on Sunday nights. But. <laughs> love it,
1: love it, love it. It's fantastic.
0: All right, so we like to yeah. break it down uh, like a little bit of a biography version, you know. I love to write up like a, a nice, respectful story of yourself. And uh, so, where were you born?
1: I was—I'm born and raised in New York City. So a New Yorker, just like my father too. Um, and that's where I got all my uh, skill set and just influence from as far as music is concerned, and and, uh, basically everything. You know, it's a multicultural city, so you get everything. You get Chinese food, Italian food, French food, you get everything in New York. So my taste in music and in food and in culture is so diverse. And I think that's really what brings people together with the music that I play, too, as well. But yeah, uh, New York City is my home.
0: Your home? When did you come to Miami?
1: I came down here about 30 years ago. And I lived about two blocks from here. Um, I came right after Hurricane Andrew, so what, 1992, 93, so it's about 30 years. Yeah, 30 years, so yeah, 31 years ago. And never left. I'm a smart New Yorker. I got tired of shoveling the driveway with <laughs> the snow.
0: Yeah, no. You know uh, especially, uh, so you're Puerto Rican, right? Is that like Puerto Rican
1: descent, heard? but I'm born and raised in New York, so American. American. They call us New Yorkers. New Yorkers. New Yorkers. but yeah. So, but I, I wanted to come down here and I thought it was better for me uh, to move down to a place where I can relate to the Hispanic population, to the American population. I can get on a plane here and go to anywhere in the world. And uh, New York was a little more conducive to having uh, more Americanized music over there, whereas you can feel the Latin tinge and the vibe here in South Florida.
0: Latin tinge. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think... Puerto Ricans have that passport and the opportunity for jobs is so much greater in New York City area. So that's become like where there's family and other culture and and there's a feeling of community there. So, But then people will realize like the real climate you want to be in is Miami. So people come back down when they're smart enough or whatever. Very smart. Caribbean
1: vibe. It's a Caribbean vibe. I know you guys aren't from here either. So when you came here, it was probably like a little shock treatment. And then you felt like, wow, I can get to use this Cuban coffee in the morning. Patalitos, you know, and you hear uh, Latin music to, when you're walking around everywhere. And, and that's what really what really brought me over here, too. And I just felt that whole vibe. It just felt good. And it's nice to be home in South Florida and then nice weather.
0: Yeah, well, it's yeah. nice to know you're tied here by one extra factor of uh, ideal conditions so that you enjoy, right? Mm-hmm. Which is powerful. Yeah. Uh, makes you appreciate coming home every time you travel. Um, but, yeah, so it's Miami Pod. And, um, okay, so I'd say... To what level do you feel that, uh, I guess, how how much percent are you uh, 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 focused on honoring your father versus, like, diverging from that? From what
1: I do. When you came to saw me at Ball and Chain, I always try to tribute Tito Puente in some sort of aspect. Throughout my entire career, I've been doing that. Although, I do like rock music, so my influences are very diverse. I like heavy metal stuff. A lot of people don't know that, but um i guess the people that are close to me kind of know like you know he's a metalhead. oh yeah <laughs> yeah are metal favorite i like iron maiden and metallica right. and slayer all the heavy stuff you know and i also like heavy rock too um but it's kind of ironic because i'm doing that and i'm playing mambo music where do i mix the two i don't know i'm gonna make some sort of mishmash of making metal and mambo one of these days but um uh again the the music is uh conducive to Afro-Cuban music. And Puente, my last name, means bridge in Spanish. And that's what I've been doing for the past 30 years. Or pardon me, 20, 24 years since my father passed away. And that's what my father did for five decades. What, bridges? Yeah, Puente means bridge in Spanish. Little bridge. Tito Puente means little bridge. So my father bridged generations from the 1950s and 60s to Afro-Cuban music. And then when he passed away, I kind of took that over.
0: So you after... feel like that's your purpose? Is to is yes. you? still carrying on your father's like flag? Basically, yeah, like he porch. was... He was like, I got to
1: play on every four corners of this planet. I think he played in Antarctica. So he's been on every continent. Um, and then he wanted to put, you know, some drums on the moon there. But I think the new generation now, the younger generation, the, the, the kids today who are 23, 22, 21, younger than that, never got to see Tito Puente live, didn't know who he was. So I kind of teach them about that now.
0: So where did this come from, your father's, like, like Mm feverish spirit to, like, spread mambo music? Like, where did that come from?
1: That's a good—I think it comes from upbringing, being from humble beginnings, poor, broke, um, no television. Born in 1923. I think the television was just invented at the time. So the kids played outside a lot, and that whole drive of my grandmother giving my father a quarter to go learn how to play piano, study music, being influenced by by his surroundings— And I think music kind of got him away from all that street knowledge that you kind of grow up with being born and raised in the Bronx and in New York City. You get a lot of street therapy um, that way. But music kind of of drove him into that direction. And he just, I don't know where he gets it from because my grandfather was not a musician. He was a razor blade factory worker. So it was kind of odd to see how to the point they became like this icon legend uh, in his own right. And uh, I kind of just got that from him. My wife told me, my wife was always telling me that. Can you just calm down and stop getting up so early in the morning and going to sleep late? I think it's just a drive of doing music and something to bring joy to people.
0: So like, almost um, genetic, a little bit like definitely. almost genetic. Uh,
1: yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't drink coffee either. You're naturally just energetic I'm naturally now. energetic. What's
0: your fuel? Uh, I was my yeah. What's your what's your fuel for like performances or stuff like that?
1: Well, you know. Of course, getting paid and <laughs> working—that's a good drive. Um, but to just to get on, a, get a, go to airport at three o'clock in the morning and then go to the next. No, I mean like you have your favorite travel.
0: snacks like or, or sugars or, or fruit drinks or what's your like? What do you go to? And and I energize? go to brain sugars.
1: I'm gonna say orange juice, man. See, yeah, yeah You got to it. There's I just moved down the Florida's natural fruit, and oh, I, that's it has why. to be fresh. It's got to be like all uh, those machines that make the juice. The secret
0: behind that. Tito Puente Jr. Yeah. His, his energy. The gasoline behind yeah. me. Yeah. High octane that. optimism. Yeah,
1: a little bit of orange juice and it kind of just drives me to go. And I How can, often in the day, during the
0: day do you have orange juice? Like how many times?
1: Um, well, in the morning, you know, just to get going. Um, a nice multivitamin and I'm just on the way.
0: Afternoons, like at night before a performance you'll we'll have
1: it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Probably more towards pineapple juice though.
0: Oh, then, okay. Yeah. You, I'm you go really towards... a juice
1: fan. Oh, I
0: don't get no, it. it. This is like the secret is that <laughs> exactly. performers like, like yeah. they burn a lot of calories up on the stage. Like yeah. They need to be energizing themselves with something. There's Could a reason NBA players have like Gatorade and Powerade. Like yes. You do need like sugars fast sometimes when you're performing. Right? Electrolytes, you know, like, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah.
1: But pineapple juice, I had some pineapple juice the night of, of, of when I played with you so I had a slug of that and I was kind oh, of yeah? wailing. <laughs> I think. Maybe that was like what the maybe the gasoline for me to to keep going but you know it was, it, uh, to me it's just a natural thing.
0: Yeah. So I have a drink. thing called Simba drink. It's mm-hmm. uh bourbon uh, <laughs> and and pineapple juice. That, within, that's was like
1: a strong drink. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah was, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. So that's that's funny Evan. Um mm-hmm. So at what point um mm-hmm. I guess. How would you describe uh, your love of music? Was it your father just kind of rubbed off on you? Did he actually like exert himself to 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 focus on you being a musician, or do you feel like it just came of your own will?
1: Or? Yeah, didn't teach me how to play drums. None of that. He kind of just dis- d- diverted towards his own life. And as a young kid, if you have a garage full of drums, what do you do? And your, pa- and your parents say you don't touch them. What do you do as a kid? You go in there and you start touching them. It's kind of like I stole my parents' car at 14. I wanted to drive that bad. So I wanted to play drums that bad. So I kind of started whacking on the drums. And that's where it gravitated towards, you know, playing the music and learning about it. And I had to go to school and learn about that. And I went to Five Towns College and had to learn how to read and write jazz theory and jazz Mm -hmm. history and all that. And it uh, it was good that I did that, though, because if I now look at it, look, you know, in hindsight, say that it did help me. It still helps me even today, rudimentary stuff. So your undergrad I was, in was, in was in music actually or whatever yeah, my, schooling Yeah, I guess it, we can we can kind of say it was an undergrad it was a schooling thing. But I think getting your, your feet wet in the whole industry, learning how to play, going out there traveling with my father, understanding the music a lot more, I think that's where I got most of my education from.
0: How early would he take you traveling like uh... Probably when
1: I was 15, 16 years old. Yeah. My mother got tired of me. She said during the summertime go with your father and and uh, that's what I kind of learned. And, and he just did not teach me. He actually just told me how to be a, a, a viewer. So I used to watch and listen and then try to kind of mimic what he was doing and understand it. And he said, you got to find your own footing and find your own way. And I'm glad that he did that because it's too easy to be the son of a legend and just have it given to you. So he said, you got to work hard for it. And I'm glad that I ended up moving from New York down here to Florida on my own and then got my own record on the radio here, and did all everything on my own at that point. So,
0: so yeah, you have a show on Sundays, mm-hmm. right? Uh, every Sunday at three PM.
1: Yes, I do. Thank yeah, you for what, what thank you for on? doing your work. Yeah, <laughs> I have a, I have a radio show. It's called um, Conclave with Tito Puente Jr. We play everything Tito Puente, anything that has to do with my father or any derivative. It's kind of like my father's like the seven, you know, uh, degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. There's there's that with Tito Puente too. Everybody says Oye Con va, Carlos Santana. They connect that with Tito Puente, but I think everybody has heard a Tito Puente song sometime during their day, you know, their daily activities. You don't even realize it. Or you'll hear a conga drum or a timbale. Any timbale that you hear is a Tito Puente timbale. It's the brand. So when you're hearing that, you're really connecting with that, that whole uh, seven degrees of separation there. Probably even six degrees the way I see it. But yes, you know, the, the Puente brand, the name works really well on the radio show. From 3 to 4 p.m. Uh, Eastern Standard Time. And take a listen. Yeah.
0: yeah, so you get to honor... You pay to honor your father every yeah. week. That's a beautiful... Yeah. Do you take inspiration from any other great men in history who really honor their father?
1: Yes. I look at the Marley family. Love them. They got a new movie coming out. Um, I look at Frank Sinatra Jr., who's a fantastic singer. You know, really tributed his, his parents. I tell everybody I'm not Enrique Iglesias. <laughs> you know, he's kind of a little different than his old man. Um, but I, li- I like seeing the, the youth and the, the, the heirs of the famous parents. It seems to be very cool when I see it with actors and actresses. But when you see it with music, it's really something special. Um, again, when you come to my show, you're not going to see my father, or you're not gonna, you might see the image of him or feel his spirit, which is what you probably experienced. But uh, more so, I present the music, and I want the younger kids today to understand what it's about.
0: Yeah, uh, are our. Do you think we're declining in our uh, amount of students who are you know entering into like schooling for instruments? Are we yes, on? we are. We yes, are. we are. What do you think? Is this social media is 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 just distracting us too much from the, the, the things willpower to learn an instrument. Serious yeah. willpower. and stuff. Yeah,
1: I saw, your, I saw your, 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 your dusty piano out there. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't
0: touched I haven't. in a while. I haven't touched That's in a while. That's hilarious. Yeah.
1: Inspiration. I think you need inspiration. <laughs> That's all it is. And, yeah, there's lacking in schooling. I think it's missing a lot. The conservatories of music, they need more instruments in schools. I don't see that a lot. Um, sports is very important, but I think music is very important, too. When I was growing up, I had to play a bass. And I loved marching band. I the drum line. It was fun, man, and I I I I wish that more kids would get into that. But it could be the social media, could be video games. I'm not too sure. But I know that one video game that was very popular was the Rockstar one, and everybody was playing wanted to play guitar and the drums. Oh, yeah. and I thought the guitar here, I thought that was fantastic. I love that game, and maybe they could come up with something a little bit more realistic. You know, maybe uh, more kids will get into it But they do need more schooling And more instruments in the school I think the government of this country Needs to put a lot more money Into what's happening in the United States Than to other parts of the world That's just my opinion
0: Yeah, we are super focused on spending tons of money uh, You know, take, taking our American flag And standing for, you know, democracy and freedom Sure But uh, back on the home front uh, mm-hmm. What was I thinking? Uh, do you think certain people are musically inclined? Uh, I think... I, I tend to believe that some people are more musically inclined. What do you think? And like... Yes. Is it genetic? Like, what is it like? Uh,
1: I don't know about genetics. Because I always wondered. I said, well, why do I play... Why do I like rock music so much? And I don't like what my father liked, which was jazz. I'm not too into the jazz bag, although I respect it. But... Uh, so I don't think it's genetics. I think it's just taste. Uh, and it's also... I think you can find your way... You know, some people were maybe gifted. You know, sometimes It's luck. Um, and then there's sometimes, you, there's a lot of singers and performers out there that just can't do it. And we honor them and give them awards and accolades and fall all over them um, because of maybe their teams behind them or the record company behind them. And so I guess a lot of it has to do, my father told me it was always 80% talent. And well, it would be like more so 80% luck than 20% talent. <laughs> You know, I think nowadays it's more so that. But back then it was more like a 50-50 thing. You really got to... There were the the three powers that be at that time. You had to learn how to perform. You had to know how to play an instrument. You know how to sing and act. So all of that together, like a Dick Van Dyke or a Rita Moreno. These people who have EGOTs. I mean, you have to know how to do all that. Jack of all trades. And I think that's what's missing in a lot of these, you know, newer artists that are coming out now. I'm only speaking on behalf of what I work with, which is the genre of salsa music. Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh well no, yeah, I think it's powerful to uh to be able to bring all the facets of a great song by yourself. Um but uh it's great mm-hmm. it's a team sport especially uh all the bands in salsa you know like I feel like you can make a band and a singer two people but like a true salsa band is a salsa band like it's like yeah. a what, what's the what's the average size for a salsa? Okay, band so a
1: conjunto, that's what they call it. Conjunto. Conjunto is a uh, is a band that has about two or three horns, which what I had at and Chain, and the rhythm section. The rhythm section consists of conga, bongo, timbale, piano, and bass. That's a five on the rhythm, and then the the horn section. A big band would be seven horns or six horns or more. So a regular salsa band usually has two trumpets and two trombones. Tito Puente's band, my father's band, was usually a bigger band. He would add three saxophones, so it sounded like a very large band. And then you could go up to 15, and then you go into symphonies, larger ensembles, as they call it. So you can call it that. But but the the standard salsa South band that you usually hear on the radio is usually between eight to 10 people, you know, recording at one time.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, that's a ser- yeah. true true team. Um... Yeah. So, I guess, uh, t- oh, tell us about the uh, the uh, the hot sauce. Company, I love yeah. talking about like, where you get. Sauce. You love it? You, you brought it in our faces, like 20 <laughs> different types, and we're like, all right, man, I'm I not going to try all these, one I or two. Got to say, your mm-hmm. mango is fire, and uh, yeah, I was out there, I was like spooning, you know, mm-hmm. daisy dairy cream there for like a solid minute, because like it was hot I sauce. I saw that. Like, um, <laughs> but... Uh, Check so them out. how did you get into this? Like, what's the story? About okay. Me?
1: So during the pandemic, of 2020, we were recording an album. I wanted to do a tribute to Tito Puente. They recorded everybody remotely. And, I, and at that time I came out with the compact disc and I said, well, are people really buying music? We were all downloading Spotify and all that. And people were just, you know, downloading music and not purchasing physical product. So my wife came up with the idea. She said, you know, why don't you make it something that would go along with it? You know, a t-shirt, a hat, all that. Everybody has that. Let's do something that would make sense. If you're doing salsa music, make a salsa. Made sense. So that's how we came together by putting the salsas together. And we wanted to, I didn't want to make just one. I wanted to make a variety so that way people can have different tastes. You know, some people like it strong. Some people like them a little bit more light. So I have four different salsas. You can go to titopointejrhot.com. You can pick them up right there. I got five-ounce bottles. We're going to next, this year, as a matter of fact, coming up. Um, I found a, a chef who makes this. So he's proprietary, and he has the ingredients. And it's cool how we did it because he gave me 14 bottles. And he's like, they didn't have any labels. He's like, taste each one and pick four. And nice. that's what I did. So now he's like coming back with me with 18 more bottles. He's like, pick four more. So now I'm going to have eight different flavors. And I wanted to add more fruit flavors. Simply because people are like... the. How are starter. the sales
0: doing for, for real, honestly? So <laughs>
1: the first year, uh, we were at 15,000 in sales. And then um, it moved up more because I take them to the shows. I didn't bring them to the Ball and Chain that day. However, when I do my concerts uh, after the show, I meet and greet people. So I sell them right there with yeah. the t-shirts and then it just spiked from there. And now I go to trade shows. I go to Albuquerque. I go to, there's one in California too. Another one in Texas. Hot show, hot hot sauce festivals. And I set up my little, you know, uh, table there. And people are like, like is that Tino Puentes Jr. there? What's he doing here? And I'm like, I've got some hot sauce for you. And they freak out. And uh, but, but it's doing well. I'm trying to get it more into supermarkets. Bravo. Uh, down here we have Sedano's. A lot of different Spanish supermarkets here. But it's not just a Hispanic hot sauce. It's everybody's hot sauce. So I got some restaurants right here in Miami Beach. As a matter of fact, they're looking into getting some samples. And Anyone using you, you yet on the
0: beach? Right? Not
1: here. Um, but I'm talking to Dave's Cafe, which is off of uh, Lincoln Road. And hopefully the Stefan's. I sent them some. and Maybe we can get them going with the, some hot sauce. But... But it's, it's kind of cool that I can get that going. I don't see any other salsa artists doing that. So. No,
0: it's very unique. unique. You can kitchens hot sauce all over town. Yeah. It's very cool, man. Uh, yeah. Easy way to get
1: it. com. You can go there and pick <laughs> them up. And- Send them right out to you, and I would send an autograph and all that, yeah. and real personal. Do you
0: have any uh, uh, promo codes for uh, Local Voices listeners? Yeah, of course, I do. You, like, what do you do for us? Like a 15 20 uh, percent.
1: I got you guys. I got you guys, man. What, what, what,
0: what percentage discount?
1: I'm giving. I'm hooking you up for free, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to.
0: I can put it on the podcast stream. Oh like, you know, a yeah. discount code. And,
1: okay, so yeah. yeah, let's do let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do a discount code. Um, I don't know what, Local voices Yeah
0: uh, What would you want to give Like 15, 20 Yeah like, we could do
1: 25% off 25% like 20 off up? Yeah For local voices we'll see Yeah
0: how many let's people do listen. that
1: Okay so let's do that yeah. So we'll do that for like The next month I'll tell the, the manufacturer okay. To to make sure that's on the uh, Alright the, the Spotify We haven't do Spotify oh, no, it's Shopify Shopify it's like, Yeah, Shopify. yeah, yeah. So I mean, It's a new
0: world So Yeah, yeah.
1: And this is promo the thing promo. I want to
0: start testing out because then it's fun to see how many people listening to this truly engaged with yes. your content to the point where they bought your, and then <laughs> isn't that, nice, you, have a, you have a podcast that also has options to like get more yeah. engaged with the episodes. right? I like
1: that idea too. Um,
0: so it's another level of in,
1: like, like intimacy with the podcast. TitoPuenteJrHot.com, put in the c- promo code LOCALVOICES and you'll get 25% off all all right. the five ounce bottles for the next month. No, it's a month. Let's the do great it.
0: great Valentine's gift?
1: Yes. Give it to your <laughs> girlfriend or your wife. And then, you know, she mouths off to you and throw it on her food.
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: <laughs> I always throw it on my kid's cereal.
0: It could be a turn-on. <laughs> it could be aphrodisiac before, like, uh, with a meal. It could be good to You're turn on juices. So we well, we'll, might like, find some, the right time for it. But, yeah. It was, it was uh, was also, some of them are sweet, though, right? Like, they're they're, they're yes. are they Like, they're not all, like... like yeah, we
1: have tamarind fruit, which is a fruit from Puerto okay. Rico. Very sweet tasting. It's good on... I'm going to throw you the pitch now. Um, Good on any, you know, salads, uh, anything light like that. Soups, especially. Then I have the Puente Caliente sauce, which is sweet green pepper, habanero peppers. That's very good on rice, beans, uh, empanadas. think very Hispanic foods. Mango, maple syrup, very thick. You got to shake these up really good. They're all natural, vegan-friendly, non-GMO. And uh, they're fantastic with any meal. Fish, steak, pork, chicken, beef. Uh, Spaghetti sauce It's fantastic with that It's very thick First you taste the fruit Then you taste the fire It's got mango Maple syrup in there And then it really spikes up With the With the With the habanero peppers And then of course The hottest one is the guava We call it Rancancan sauce Which is this tune That we play for my father And that one has uh, Carolina Reaper Is that what I had? Yes That's pretty hot stuff Oh yeah, yeah 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 So that's a sizzle Sizzle lamp. We're Sizzle going to start doing the ghost pepper, which is one of the hottest peppers. Ghost out pepper.
0: There. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, There's like a, a list, right? A, like there's a certain like
1: Scovilles, uh, and they're the, called the
0: units are called Scoville Skollville
1: units. Yes. <laughs> so these <laughs> are about six hundred thousand. They go up to about a million point five. I think the ghost pepper is up there in a the million Scovilles, but these are up there in the 800,000. my hottest one is about eight hundred thousand. So. It's pretty hot. <laughs> all right. Props
0: to, to the yeah. heat, man. Um, yeah, yeah. So did, did your father have any to do in this hot sauce
1: thing? Or is it no. all you? It's all you? No, it's all me. But he had a restaurant back in the day. So it's kind of like goes hand in hand. And uh, but he wasn't really into Were it. Were you helping with hot
0: sauces at the restaurant? Is that where it started? No,
1: or? no, no. It actually just, again, it just started as just like a thought. I said, if you're playing salsa music, you should make a salsa. It's just a clever... You know, combination. Oh, it's your wife,
0: isn't she? Yeah, I gotta give All her right. the credit. She, she, what's her name? Rose. Rose. Yes. Wow. From Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn. Folks like this,
1: hey. How are you?
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> the best name in February to have for yeah. sure. Uh, rose, more and more popular drink every day. obviously, yes. as well. That's right. Um, and so that's cool. That's awesome. That's yeah. Hey, man, that's your own thing. So like, you have to have. have I think I just want to make sure you do have pride for who you are. Like, you're not. I guess I'm to level. You do spend so. I'm just. I guess I'm humbled. To observe someone spending that much time honoring their father, like yeah. it is very humbling, right? Mm-hmm. A little bit, like you're kind of like putting all this respect upon your father. Like, what does that do to your like your 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 psyche? For, like, you. I'll be like...
1: truthful and honest. I did a, 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 a another podcast a couple weeks ago. Um I'm at fifty three years old now, so. At the time when I was very intimidating to perform Tito Puente music, they called him the king of lab music. I was not the prince. It's still very intimidating to me at this point. But I've learned to groan into my skin and understand my purpose. And hey, they say talent skips a generation, so hopefully my son will do good. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I tell everybody now, um, but I've come to terms with who I am and how I present his music, and I just want to bridge the new generation to understand what he left on this planet. I don't think he was finished. That's what I. That's oh, why okay. I continue his legacy. He wanted to do some stuff with symphony, symphony music, and and uh, he had so many more music. He had ten thousand arrangements, a lot of unreleased material, so much more from to hear from Tito Puente. The documentary series too. We're doing that and putting that together. Um, That should be out by the end of 2024, this year. Uh, As a matter of fact, I think I'm going to see The Sizzle Reel tomorrow, which I'm very excited about. And we'll get an exclusive with you guys, so you guys can share that with the world. (laughs) Yeah, really, that's what they call it, a Sizzle Reel. Um, (laughs) But really exciting. And uh, so I think I've come to terms and understand that when you come to my concert, people see the image of Tito Puente, they they understand the music, and I kind of teach them about clave music. It's almost like an educational... Slash religious experience when you're, Ooh, when you're seeing it. When you came to the concert, I'm pretty sure you felt, wow, just kids playing that Afro-Cuban music. Everybody's dancing. It was almost like a feverish feeling of everybody one together. I don't know. In the rock world, we would call it a mosh pit. You know, in our world, I guess it's a salsa world. We call it everybody dancing salsa and feeling that, that vibe off each other. And that's where my father did for so many years. And I think that's where I'm placed right now. And I, I enjoy doing it. I, I encourage everybody to come to the shows and, and bring your kids. You know, I want you guys to bring your kids. And bring grandma, bring grandpa too. Because they remember the old, the old man's music. So, anyway.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. And uh, you ever thought about being like a mentor for other... Because there's, there's a lot of stars who die or whatever. And then their kids want to honor the legacy all the same. So I think you have quite a, uh, a feverish passion for it. Have you ever thought of like mentoring other people? Like think, Kids yeah, of Stars? I, I
1: wanted to. Um, I don't think I have the patience. I think that's what it is. All right, yeah. And I think that's kind of, I got that from my father because he didn't have it with me. And that's a shame because I, I really would like to see that. However, I do want to push for like scholarship funds or something like that. Maybe some fundraising efforts for different causes, charities, anything of that nature. I always love doing those things to help out the community, especially down here in South Florida. I love everything about South Florida. and I love helping out you know, Dimaggio Children's Hospital over here. Uh, um, the other hospital, Two Baptists. I go there, say hello to the kids in the wings, play and bring them some maracas and stuff like that. So I like doing things of that nature. I don't know if I could be a mentor, I'm a, I'm a father figure, maybe, but I don't know about mentorship. Kids? Yes. How many kids? I got too many. Too many. <laughs> yeah. I got two children, and then my wife has three from a previous relationship, okay. so we we're, were five altogether. But they're more adults. My kids right now are teenagers. So, you know, you okay. know remember, we were all teenagers. Yeah, very challenging. But uh, I kind of just tell him, hey, you want to come to the show? Come help me out, set up the drums. So he's kind of playing that role that I did for my father, which is roadie. Yeah. And now it's set up his drums. And that's how I kind of learned and got into it. And if he, you know, wants to go somewhere else, I think he's into animation. He does really good with animation, my son. And my daughter, she wants to be an actress and get into thespian classes and things like that nature. What's that? Is that what it's called, thespian?
0: Wait, what is that? Is
1: that what it's called? Know, what do you
0: think it means? Like
1: I thought it was acting. Like thespian means to act or something. I don't know. Is that what does your daughter do, wrong? man?
0: Do you know what she does? Yes. All right. Well, tell us because <laughs> I don't know what that word means. So tell us in another way. Like
1: okay, acting classes. Acting classes. Yeah, I think it's called thespian. It thespian. Could... I don't know, man. Maybe I'm wrong. Help us, Nick. well, come on, well put it this way. I looked it up <laughs> online. But the uh, uh, it's part of the Broward County uh school district, so it's, it's part of the school system. Um, but it's interesting, and she gets into that, so it's kind of like more like Broadway, it's Broadway stuff. So, she wants to be an actress and sing by all means. Go ahead. I love we got a fact checker over here. I mean, yeah, <laughs> this is Joe Rogan. <laughs> the the Society is an honor society for high school and middle school theater students.
0: Honor okay. Society okay. for high school, she wants students. to be an
1: honored. Society yeah, yeah, yeah. to it's be important. in the acting. Well, like um, actors
0: have their own guild, where it's very important. was we
1: had freaking home ec, so you know we had yeah. you know, things like that. But yeah,
0: so uh, that means that she's very artistically inclined. Yes, um, that's nice. Yeah, it's great. And to see good grades.
1: Kids get good grades. They did way better than me. Should I flunked? <laughs> no. Okay. But... So, uh...
0: Yeah, I, honestly, mm-hmm. what matters in life is what you leave, like, is what you pass on, right? Your legacy. And so, like, if your kids are doing well, then it doesn't really matter how you did, right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I kind of just well, time behind you it. now. So. Yeah, yeah, but your legacy is very important, and hopefully, they they will uh, continue their grandfather's legacy, at least the branding. You know, if they don't do music, they can continue on with having maybe restaurants, movies, television shows, programming, or any clothing line. Anything that has to do with Tito Point there or Latin music, you know, hopefully they can get into that. Maybe we have a lot of unreleased material, a lot of records, vinyls, all that stuff. So they can keep continue, you know, that going. And of course, the music, I mean, royalties of music are just fantastic. That's what most most of these people are making money off of now. Like Bruce Springsteen and Justin Bieber, they sell their catalogs, and you know, uh, hopefully, this that's the gift that keeps on giving. If we keep performing the music, uh, everybody should be okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. What would you do if you had a million dollars to uh, improve yeah. Miami? Like uh, what, you hit
1: me hard questions now.
0: Where would you put it?
1: Oh man, <sighs> I got a lot of child support. <laughs> No, no, Let at least
0: no, admit that. Where do you like? Where do you see uh, I've had a be million
1: possible? dollars. No, you know, so everybody's got debt.
0: No, got but debt. it's like looking community-wise, like community-wise, like, like what Miami could improve upon, what it should spend um, a million dollars.
1: Artistic for. stuff and more live music. Yeah. I would probably challenge. I love the North Beach band show. I think they need one down here in Miami Beach. More like an amphitheater. Maybe name one after Tito Puente. Okay. Good idea. Maybe well, anybody out there, a Tito Puente amphitheater right here at Miami Beach would be nice. I think I would donate to that, and you know, and have you know outside help from from the the elite here, the Estefans, and you know all the the celebrities that live here, the Shakiras, and maybe get the Latin music community involved in that. You know, I think that's really important for the artistic. Uh, things that happen here in miami beach and uh, it's a great place to live man it really is is where's the ball being dropped in the city (laughs) wow that's a good question um i i think uh uh, the tourism is fantastic i mean everybody's here um i think that's really where it's at where the i think we need more live music I, I'm saying that, you know, prejudicedly simply because I'm a We need to encourage it more
0: somehow, right? Or Yeah. Like a grant for people who do it. Or
1: a grant. Like, a grant. Uh, or maybe a museum. Maybe a museum where they have something like that. I know they have one in, in Washington. I know they have one in New York. but They don't have a museum here where you can go in and learn about music and learn about history and then have live performances, a live theater there. You know, I know the ballet does it and the symphony does it, but they're all separated. The art center's over there. These guys are over here. How about everybody in one place, you know? It would be good for the, for the community.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I guess I'm always going to go back to like uh, reading levels. I think we have pretty bad reading levels like in Florida generally. So I'm always like thinking about mm-hmm. the kids like reading like that because like, I don't know, Nick will attest, like I love that they really gamified. My experience with reading was like we were taking these fun quizzes for like all these like prizes and stuff, mm-hmm. like like we, they really gamified it. Like in my youth, yeah. and it led to me reading so much as a kid. Like it was really important. big for me. Yeah. And um, yeah, I read much less now. <laughs> but
1: we oh, scroll. Everybody well, scrolling.
0: Yeah. Man. Well, yeah. even now I just cherish some books. And like I, like really, I still like going yeah, into Barnes and like Noble, man. Do you
1: like yeah. going into the bookstore? Uh, it's, been I a while. it's
0: been a while, but no, I used to have those experiences. Yeah, very nice. Uh, I like
1: going into the bookstore and just opening up a biography or something, learning something I didn't know before. You know, and I, I get a kick out of that. And then, of course, you got Google. You know, you can always find out all that there.
0: Are there any salsa books out there?
1: There's some books out there on Tito Puente, as a matter of fact. Um, so you can find those on Amazon. There's some children's books as well. So if you go to the – just check check me out. Follow my social media, at Tito Puente Jr. on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. What they call now? X Yeah X <laughs> um, Yeah and I got a lot of links there On the, the Hot.com site Where you can uh, get books and learning From kindergarten all the way to adulthood uh, Cool books man Good interesting stuff Yeah uh, Really educational stuff
0: So are you planning on coming out with more albums Or uh, was it like the it's got Mamba, Scott Mamba Scott yes. Mamba Yes Scott
1: Mamba Yeah the latest, latest one is called The King and I okay oh, King um, and I Oh yeah, yeah The King and I <laughs> And I got Sheila E., Pete Escovito, a lot of great recording artists on there. I could do a volume two simply because I have so much music from my father. So we're planning on doing a volume two, maybe in a volume three, maybe a double CD where I could put in 20 songs. Um, and we're going to be working on that this summer. So I'm just getting the arrangements together. Okay. I'm really focusing right now on the documentary, simply because that story really needs to be told. I see a lot of documentaries and biopics coming out of great celebrities. The Amy Whitehouse one is coming out. The Bob Marley one's coming out. A lot of big uh, stories on these these uh, icons, and it would be a shame not to see my father's name in there in that echelon of greatness. Nice.
0: So who's the who's the king? The king and I.
1: The king and I would would, would, would it, the the concept of the record is my father and I. Doing his music together. Oh, yeah. And everybody that's on the album worked with Tito Puente. So it's kind of the King and I, the resemblance of the whole thing. And he had a record with a lady named La Lupe back in 1963 called The King and I. So it could be a rendition of that too, as well. So King and I. Yeah.
0: Uh, well, cool, man. Uh, so I, I guess if you're looking at Miami, there's always a couple last questions I like to ask. Um, who's a community leader you really respect? Um,
1: Here, local voices.
0: Or, like, uh, if you had a pick between, like, David Beckham, Messi, Tom <laughs> Brady, who do, you, who do you think should come over?
1: Oh, man.
0: I'll write, so a to I write a good email to them. I got to write a good email. I've been too lazy. Even you were like, "Yo, yeah, write me an email, bro," and I'm like, "All right, fine." But like, no emails yeah. are powerful. That's how you truly do business. So I'm sorry, yeah. guy. I'm sorry. i never sent a thoughtful email yet to Tom Brady. Like, okay. what am I doing? Like, I'm like, get on ball. Like,
1: yeah. Is he coming down there? <laughs> by the way, Is Tom Brady. coming? No, he
0: there? should because, he like, should, honestly, man. my dad loves him, and I'm a Pats fan from when I moved there and, and when I was a kid, and.
1: I, mean, yeah, I think no, he's no, going like, to do television, right? But he could do. It for but he's here. already
0: podcasting. He's yeah, once he's he podcasting, it's like a, it's like a, it's like you're on the horse, right? Yeah, like you, you just do more and more, and more and more because like you're like That's you're true. talking. Yeah, you I got have your, a show. I could do. It for so time. like, if you're already doing pods, it means you're more likely to do another podcast because right. you're already in the spirit of doing pods.
1: I'm not a messy fan. I don't know why everybody goes crazy for this guy. Like, Shops at Publix. There.
0: That's great. Publix also might be a potential sponsor. Yeah, yeah, we be a sponsor. So do you think? Okay, if you had to say someone who would support the community. What kind of local brand? Like we were thinking, like yeah. Pollo Tropical or Publix.
1: I like Pollo Tropical. But uh, considering yeah.
0: we already spoke those, uh, yeah. what's maybe like a, a true Miami brand? Like, a true
1: Miami brand. I don't know. Uh, Miami Subs, I guess would be one, right? They only have those here. Mm-hmm. Pollo Tropical would be the second, of course. What else do we have here? It
0: doesn't have to be a chain of, of food necessarily, but like a, a brand that cares about the community, like Sedanos.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of Spanish supermarkets that have their Bravo, or, um, yeah. but that would care about the community here. I mean, th- those that you just mentioned are fantastic. But I think more, more so the, the university, right? I would think the university, UM, you know, and FIU, and those, those colleges would be like the ones that really, because they're the generation that you really want to talk to, because they're the ones that are going to take after us, all of us, mm. you know, in the future. It could be
0: good for recruitment if they, you know, yeah. they had a cool podcast, but. I all mean, the sports figures, I got
1: to give it to the sports figures here. They've really come correct. Dwayne Wade, Messi, all oh, these yeah. guys. These guys become superstars. I mean, untouchable.
0: Do you go to heat games? yeah?
1: I try. My friend got some, you know, tickets. I go, try to, you got me? Nah, my friend's coming. He's got season tickets. I always try to scam him from, him. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I so say, I'll pay for the parking. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's a, the that's a price of another ticket right there. But, uh, yeah, you know, I try to get much involved with the sports and all the the great stuff that they have here. Man, we had F1 a couple, of yeah, was that last year? Oh, for
0: a spectacle it's, over there, it's yeah.
1: Insane. It was yeah. like crazy, crazy, crazy. It was mind-boggling, and it was nice to see that because Miami's an international city, and they're doing some great stuff. And I always see the boat show and all that, other stuff they're doing here. And... All
0: right, so who's the character though, like that you would pick? Come on.
1: Oh man, I don't know. I always, always I always revert back to the musical people that are very popular. Okay, yeah, sure. The glory of the Emilio Estefan's—they're extremely popular here. They really put we have Miami. Like Gloria on Estefan.
0: That. Yeah, I, I do listen to her a lot. Um...
1: Uncle... Connect you with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great people, and they're 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 very community orientated folks. And they have their restaurants here. They they always you know back and then, of course our buddy Pitbull. You know Pitbull's a great guy. Yeah. Armando Perez. <laughs> you know he's got the school here and he's well known and always gives back to the community. So it's nice to see you know the music people. Pitbull gives here. it to the community here a lot. Yeah, he has a school over here. It's called Slam. It's really cool. It's a North really? Miami. Yeah, it's oh. a school, man. He's he backed it up and. And uh, as a matter of fact, one of my uh, my my, si- my daughter's friends goes to the school, and you know, so he does some some stuff like that, and um, it's nice to see that he always rev- talks about three hundred five and represents you know the community. Uh, but I, I really would go towards as far as music with these Stefan simply because they always seem to give back, whether it has to do with a uh, community center or anything that has to do with hospitals or anything like that, especially in Miami.
0: You know, it's kind of like weird, like. I got into this mode of uh, one of my biggest addictions of South Beach, which like even just coming here once a week to do it is powerful as like my, I do a six mile run all around it. And then I also go in the ocean. I do like a little ritual. I call it my baptism, self-baptism. You just like face up like belly at the, you like float and look up at the sun. And like, anyway, like basically that wellness ritual is powerful, but the way I started, I actually listened out loud. To, to Gloria Stefan, I uh, blow mismo idioma radio on right. Spotify. Yeah. That's how I start my Sundays, and I play, and it's the flutes. Mm-hmm. The reason I'm able to run with the salsa music is because of the flutes. Like mm-hmm. they really are energizing to me when I'm running, and so I, I wave my phone around and I light up like people on the boardwalk. Like they That's know because awesome. I'm actually that guy who like looks in their eyes and like just <laughs> not break eye contact. But they usually people don't see someone who's running around with that much energy, right? People running usually are looking suffering and stuff, mm-hmm. but I have like a habit of like lifting. You, I lift yeah, my yeah. chin up. No, it's popular. if you can if you're a runner listening, if you can lift your chin up while you run mm-hmm. and like look up and absorb, look at trees, look at notice things, like smile at people, like you're absorbing energy while you're doing that, and so like you almost like feeds into your run, and so uh, it's just like a way to run with less uh, friction. And uh, anyway, like. I'm listening, oh, I'm listening to i Laura Estefan's uh, music while well, I do that on, uh, this morning. That's cool. Around. It's
1: inspiring. So, so, so she it.
0: should know that. Like I am a big fan, and I well, yeah, she's like in my life. Get to know? that
1: email, man. <laughs> that oh yeah, yeah. Let's get the right email going. <laughs> help Tell me. I run to you. Girl. Help edit my
0: email. Make sure it's professional. I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm willing for to accept help. You know, like I think that's that's I'll, like, I'll forward it to the to right people. To be willing to ask for <laughs> feedback and help uh, is something that separates people that. Make an impact on people that don't i
1: think absolutely uh, just, it's all connection to and networking and i've been here long enough to understand that i've been 30 plus years living in south florida and everything's all about connections and that's how we got, got connected
0: absolutely. came to the
1: show and i was like let's do the podcast man yeah i love that
0: no honestly yeah, yeah. it's great it's uh these are like two of my favorite siblings and like mel's at the show nick's watching the pod it's yeah. like it's a beautiful thing you know it's like, awesome it's how these things happen you know and uh no i'm real thankful you came um I guess fun last shout out. Like, do you have any favorite like restaurants you want to shout out, or people like stuff you like? So
1: many things. Uh, the community here uh, is amazing. There's so many great restaurants too. I can go on and on. I don't want to single one out because then they're like just say a few, Say a couple. Say a couple. Oh well, you know I'm a practical guy. I like you know the rice and beans thing. So Puerto Sagua, La wonderful okay. place. Um, that's more like the tourist places though. You know, but there are some great restaurants downtown in Brickell and, and South Miami. Um, I like the ball and chain I like the place across Street called Mofongos Puerto Rican mm-hmm. joint too Really good Um, And uh, this new place I gotta check out This is Calvita place Right oh, yeah, La
0: Trova La Trova,
1: La Trova. Trova yeah. I mean that's gonna end up Being my favorite place I know if there's music there I'm in so, um, but yeah, you know, but I, you'll see me in the Poyo Cal drive thru. I'll be in a drive thru once in a while, yeah.
0: Dude, that like mm-hmm. equalizes us all. Yeah. you sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> you'd have like a Ferrari sitting there. Yeah. And, like, True Florida. Poyo Tropical, you know. Poyo
1: man. Yeah. yeah.
0: So hey, great. maybe they'll win the sp- sponsor sweepstakes. Yeah. Like, it's fun to like say, you know what? We can make a game of it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sh- just pick like a top 10, send out <laughs> emails. And we'll, we'll have a, a pitch, whatever, we'll, we'll whatever, you know. You can turn, flip the tables in sales. Make yeah. them, like, yeah. you know, play up to you, maybe. But, uh, no, honestly, I just want to support getting good, inspiring content out there. Um, I guess if you were to say... How would you inspire someone to, to pick up the instrument and start, start doing music? If you have like one, 30 seconds left to, to just inspire someone who might be listening to take on more musicals. I'll only
1: give you some quotes that I learned from my father. He said, son, surround yourself with creative people, thus you'll be creative. If you surround yourself with more musicians and you really love music, you're going to feed off of that. The inspiration from each person. Bass players are frustrated drummers. Drummers are frustrated bass players. We all know that already. However, if you're around a piano player or you're around a singer or an artist or even dancer... You connect off each other, that vibe. I could sit and talk with musicians all night long. Even the lady that was here, she was a dancer, and I could talk to her all night long. <laughs> I think it's because of the camaraderie of the art, of dance, of music, of of anything. And it doesn't have to be just one genre of music. It doesn't have to be salsa music. I can talk to you guys about rock music, pop music, hip-hop, Justin Bieber, Olivia Rodrigo, Tito Puente, whatever. So uh, I think that is where... The, the quote comes from If you're around other people That are creative That love to create things like that I think you're going to get that too That goes with any job And I think He would understand You would understand that you know, if you're in podcasting, you hang out with other podcasters. And they're gonna, you guys are gonna get connections and bounce off each other. Lewis, ideas, Louis,
0: how's you have to hang with me? Yeah, no, I, look, I, I have my role models, and I do like to, to you know, go at them with respect, you know, and it? say, you know, someday, well, when, when, someday well, we'll, we're gonna we'll pull up lunch. Joe
1: Rogan, you know. we're gonna we're gonna make a call to him.
0: Yeah, maybe, but uh, no, I do like to. Uh, I'm I'm open for uh, lunch dates. Any of you podcasters? Yeah, uh, we should, yeah we
1: should all get together. But it yeah, it's great. It's a part of the entertainment network. We're all entertaining people. What you're doing is bringing, you're bringing, you know, of course, social issues and things like that through your podcast. But you're also giving entertainment by having me here and you know, interviewing stuff, and that's all part of it. And I think that's that's a commodity thing that we all have. We all want to create something that's going to be give back to the community, get popular, people understand who you are and what you do, and they're like, wow. You know, you get followings like that, and I think that's what all, we're all yearning for, the acceptance. But I think if you're around creative people, they're going to accept you much faster than someone just discovering you, you know? Okay. All that's right,
0: last question. What's an underrated song from your father? If someone can look up and be like, oh, that's awesome. Wow,
1: underrated song. Man, I just heard one in, uh, the other day. Um, timba, timba Timbalero Very good tune It's called Timbalero Timbalero, timbalero. Like timbalero. It's like the timbaler player But the timbalero Very underrated song Should be a lot Dancers love it Oh yeah and Play it on afterward. Yeah, Yeah it's Pretty swinging number But of course The Oye Como Va And the Rancancans Those are the big ones so,
0: Awesome Well yeah. hey thanks for coming in Man, man brother three. That was great chili, You know, Had to force it down his throat but... Thank <laughs> you.
1: Thank you guys for having me Local voices Podcast, appreciate it. This is fun, man.
0: Oh yeah, this is a lot of fun. Thanks for letting me be an extra man. And I
1: want you to come to the next concert. I got a ball and chain show coming oh, yeah? February seventeenth. February seventeenth. Uh, I also have another concert in Hylia. Well, it's not really a concert, but one in on the tenth in Sunrise. But the seventeenth is the big all one. Right, cool. And bring all your friends. I got you yeah. guys. Oh, you're in
0: the fan man. I'll add you to the group chat for yeah. Little Voices. You're in it, man.
1: <laughs> okay, good, good, good. I'm gonna go on it.
0: Yeah, let's okay. do it, man. Awesome. All Follow right, them
1: it. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that. Hey, yeah
0: let's let's spread the good cheer you know there's a lot of also if you have any ideas of cool characters uh do messages to the channels like i will be there listening to it so like any cool mm-hmm. character hey you see a guy on the subway who's always dancing doing like you interview anybody won't you <laughs> no like, like if there's someone character that you think is like truly has energy i would i respect your I, energy i'll send
1: my wife over here but she's just got a real potty mouth and you're just gonna have to be be the whole way through <laughs>
0: Well, it's good that you put out content and you perform and, and yeah. you uplift people. And so you clearly do that. And that's, that's something that everyone can strive to. So yeah, um, if you're out there wondering if you should do an event or so, just do it, just do a bi-monthly yeah. event and host, throw yourself into being invitational of some sort. That's a great feeling to be invitational, right? So let's all focus mm-hmm. maybe on finding something this year that can be our pride of, of invitation that we can invite people to and, um, you know, feel like we're contributing, which is like the most important thing, honestly, in that daily, daily life. Very good. Awesome, brother. Thank you, man. (laughs) Appreciate
1: it.